This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I got to read a little bit about Joe Biden yesterday. <laughs> Joe Biden today. And why is this man our president? Why? Uh, it's driving me out of my mind. <laughs> I, I, I can't feel take the it. Same exact way. I mean, I can't even stand to look at him. I I I'm perplexed. Stand it. Uh, we'll get into that and lots more. And of course, the Eagles won last night, so yes, Stu's on fire this morning. Uh, that and more coming up in one minute. Well, it's a Christmas season, and all the holidays are here for everybody. It's time for gift-giving and parties with friends and family and getting compliments everywhere you go and looking years younger, thanks to GenuCell. Uh, from now till Christmas, GenuCell's most popular package is better than 70% off at GenuCell.com. Treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best in skincare. And, of course, you can see all those troubling wrinkles in your forehead, the fine lines, the skin redness, pesky bags and puffiness, and, yes, even a sagging jawline disappear right before your eyes with GenuCell's most popular collection. With its immediate effects, you'll see results in less than 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. And, you, of course, included in this uh, most popular package is your free serum for skin hydration, which will restore your youthful appearance. This year, for the holidays, you can truly give the gift that keeps on giving both to yourself and to those you love. Don't wait. These are deals are not going to be around forever. So visit GenuCell.com slash Beck, GenuCell.com slash Beck. Enter the code Beck for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. So do it now. It's a great gift for anyone on your list. GenuCell.com slash Beck, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn today, uh, all day yesterday. The only thing I could think of was, I can't believe I share my birthday with this brain-dead buffoon of a president. Uh, How did this happen? Wait, what? What? You share Pat Gray? Yes. I, Pat Gray, uh, share a birthday with Joe Biden. Yesterday was your birthday? It was. We did the whole show and at no point did you mention? That is true. What? That's incredible. Seriously? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Happy birthday. Yeah, I had no you. idea. Thank you. It's now, a little late. I, uh, it it's is. It's not my birthday anymore. I, 
That's a great point. I even did a show yesterday on Stu Does America. Stu Does Biden's birthday. Oh, wow. Uh, birth- birthday party. Yeah. Uh, because we celebrated his incredible achievements and, oh. and how wonderful a president and aren't he is. they incredible? And it, t- it was short. Yeah. It was a little short. <laughs> Didn't last the whole hour, yeah, I'll tell you that. No but kidding. I had no idea it was your birthday. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank now, you. I will say, and I'm just going just gonna to take a guess here, you do not share the year. No, I do not share no. the year. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> About a half century in between you and him yeah. on the year. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was that long, but it's not quite. No, no, not not quite, but close. It was 18 when I was born. 18. 18. Yes. Mm. So that tells you something. Mm-hmm. Um, since he turned 81 yesterday. <laughs> I mean, you but, could serve four terms. Yes, and still. <laughs> as president. And then we'd start to have, have that conversation with about your age, Pat. I'm sorry. Oh, man. I Okay, so he did the, he, they did a low-key thing because they don't want to bring attention to it. Mm. So they kind of did all the birthday stuff out of the sight of the public because, you know, he's getting enough flack about, about how old he is. And it's mm. it's not... His age, if he were 81 and he was spry and he was vigorous and he was he had mental acuity, I wouldn't care. Would you no, care? No, you wouldn't even notice. Uh, I yeah. mean, I, I, I don't know. Nobody would talk about it. I, look, uh, the left would certainly you know, blame partisanship for this. But like, I don't get the sense that many people on the right are concerned about Trump's age. And he's 77. No. It, right. If, if he were stumbling around as much as Joe Biden, if he looked lost on stage every single time when he was finished with a speech, I'd be worried about it. Yeah. Now, he's mixed up Biden with Obama yeah. a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, Where he said, uh, you know, the President Obama's doing this, and he meant President right. Biden. That's probably just because... It's about the extent <clears throat> of it. You know, he knows Biden's... Uh, Obama's the one behind the scenes anyway, pulling the strings. I, I don't know. You know, th- I mean, that's... That's not that big a deal. If if it turned out that he was, you know, stumbling around as much as Biden, then I'd be concerned with it. I would, I would. too. I, 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 I'd be concerned. I, and like, I think there's a legitimate concern to to um, when it comes to political strategy that you're having the biggest vulnerability for Joe Biden because of the fact the media constantly will excuse all of his policy failures. The biggest excuse that they the media can't get away with, you know, just washing away is Biden's age. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a political argument to be made that the best way to take advantage of an 81 year old candidate is not to run a 77 year old candidate. Instead, to run a 40 or 50 year old candidate that can really show that difference (laughs) and take advantage of those problems. I mean, you, know, you go back yeah. to uh, Reagan saying, I won't take advantage of my uh, opponent's youth and experience. So brilliant. It was a brilliant, brilliant line. Man. But like, you know, there was a there was a gap there, but it wasn't a massive gap. Yeah. The gap here either is going to be half a century almost, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, 30 or 40 years at least, or four years. And while I think... The American people look at Trump and they may, they have their look, they have their problems with Trump. I mean, when you look at the average voter, they have uh, yeah. plenty of problems with Trump. The, they don't have a problem with his age or his um, his spryness. Like, I mean, look, I, we went on in 2016. We were in Iowa. We covered the Iowa caucus and you were there, Pat. Yep. And we went f- flying around uh, and driving around Iowa for like a weekend. OK, mm-hmm. it was not we were not in it 
for a long time. And I remember after that weekend being like, how are exhausting. these candidates doing this? Yeah. It was exhausting. Yeah. You're driving all over the place. You never know where you're going next. Right. You're going in there. You're hearing the same speech over and over again. Sometimes it's the 10 or 20 people. Mm-hmm. You, you're all, every place you walk into has the same like eight old pastries that you always will find yourself eating anyway, even though you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And so you feel terrible. There, you know, this is Iowa. It's not like you're not, you're not going from Vegas to New York City. It the was hotels cold. you're in, like Holiday Inns, mm-hmm. that are you know, well, you know, serviceable and fine. But like, it's not like you're in the lap of luxury. You're right. waking up. You're eating their continental breakfast with the pancake printer, yeah. which they had at the. <laughs> I just remember right. eating. that was the best part of the trip. Honestly, was the pancake printer. But like, it you're not exercising. You're not doing. It's a. It's honestly a really difficult life. The fact mm-hmm. that Trump. And he's not really running that type of campaign right now, to be uh, sure. But the fact that he's able to jump from speech to speech and rally to rally. It's incredible. To really? At, at that 77? Age, it's really incredible. Difficult. Yeah. I mean, they've even basically announced that Biden won't even attempt it. Yeah. He and won't he's even not. attempt it. He's not. He's going to run this thing from the White House. It's going to be the Rose Garden campaign. Yep. And they keep talking about that because that's what he's going to do. Last time he ran it from his basement. Yeah. And this time, he's going to rent it from the Rose Garden. It'll be fascinating to see if it works, because it, at the time he did it in 2020, he had an excuse, right? The pandemic yeah, was, was pan- just right. kicking in. We were very COVID. early. Most of that campaign mm-hmm. was run at a time where even the average American was like, okay, you know, understandable. He's not going to be out doing rallies. Like, it wasn't, right. it, it wasn't even past the time where the general america i'm not talking about the crazy leftist or the the gavin newsom's of the world but like the and of course newsom was out at fancy restaurants this entire time but most people were still in that point where like you know i'm not like panicked about COVID on a day-to-day basis but like i'm not going to be taking any additional risks i don't want to go to big crowds there was a lot of that still going around at the time especially on the left right he doesn't have that now no he's no there's no reason why this guy can't be out actually campaigning and doing the work of a normal candidate he just mm-hmm. refuses to he refuses to debate his primary opponents he refuses for whatever reason to give secret service protection to rfk jr which is one of the most psychotic things mm-hmm. I mean, do you have any idea have you ever heard of american history like do you know the rfk does that name does those initials together sound yeah. just the fk He's part a kennedy He's a so kennedy. does the, that ring a bell yeah as far as I don't know, protection? And I am no <laughs> fan of RFK Jr. I do not come from the, the part of the right who's like, neither. oh, actually, he's great. I don't think he's great. I know I think people he's who do. It, I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them. But I, he I'm absolutely... trying to tell people, please don't be taken in by this guy. Please, I, I, by all that is holy, he's not a conservative. He's not at all a conservative. He's got a couple issues that he's... You know, a couple issues you might agree with him on. A couple issues he's right. come to very recently and yeah. uh, very suspiciously. Right. Uh, I, 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 do you buy him on the border? I mean, I don't at all, but, but whatever. If, but if you love his vaccine thing so much that you're willing to vote for him, just be prepared for an oh. abortionist, for oh a, a guy who's going to be terrible on climate change. Uh, I, mean, I mean, worse than any normal than anybody, Democrat. Really? Worse than any normal Democrat on climate change. I mean, yeah. I, you know, look, Hillary Clinton, mm. Joe Biden, they're all bad on climate change. None of them have threatened to put Glenn Beck and Rush Limbaugh in prison over it. <laughs> right. So, and ex- right. potential execution. But anyway, that's off the topic. Yeah. He, he has not run a campaign really at all. 
he's taken advantage and there are some of these things that are part of the game right like you take Mm -hmm. advantage of the incumbency it's why incumbents win a lot you take advantage of those perks you're on tv all the time you get these speeches you get to fly all over the country and you don't have to worry about paying for it all these things are part of the package it's why most of the time incumbents win that is different than what joe biden wants to do here which is Mm -hmm. honestly hope you forget he's president i mean like it seems to be his argument what if everyone forgets the job i did (laughs) i mean like maybe they'll elect me if they don't remember i did these things to them yeah and that seems to be his argument and they're gonna they're gonna roll that out there and hope it works well and his other thing is lie because that's what that's what they do they just continually lie about the job he's done this figure they continually use, 13 or 14 million jobs. Oh my we'll, we'll get to that in a few minutes. But mm-hmm. It's outrageous. Outrageous. And again, it's driving me out of my mind. Uh, but yesterday was the Thanksgiving turkey pardon thing. Oh, God. And for some reason, he started talking about Britney Spears or Taylor <laughs> Swift, or he got the two confused. Listen to this. Here's what he had to say. Now, just to get here, Liberty and Bell had to beat some tough odds in competition. What? They had to work hard to show patience and be willing to travel over a thousand miles. You uh, could say even what? this harder than getting a, a ticket to the Renaissance tour or... Or... Uh, or what? Brit- Britney's tour. She's down in... It's kind of warm in Brazil right now. What? <laughs> what? what? I love the expression Earth? on your face. What in the hell are you <laughs> talking about? Uh, it's, Is I, that amazing? I hadn't heard the That's clip a, yet. Yeah, I, it's it, great. I'll tell you how I became aware of this. And I, mm. I just had a moment of just the same thing moment you had this morning, Pat. Uh-huh. I was walking through, you know, like some, you know, place. You know, they had, they had, they had the, the news on just random TVs as you're walking, walking by. And it, on the TV were those two dunces from TMZ. Uh, just sitting there talking and on the bottom of the screen it just says Biden confuses Britney for Taylor Swift. Yeah. And, and it's just like yeah. what <laughs> world do we live in? I know. We have we live in a world where our president of the United States is first of all talking about Britney Spears or Taylor Swift. Can't tell the difference between the two of them. And then we have analysis by these dopes on TMZ about it. That's this is the timeline we are yeah. in as a nation. The only place you could find better analysis than that is on ESPN. Yeah, yes. wouldn't that be great? Yeah, let's be. hear the sports guys talk <laughs> about it because they'll clear it up for us. At least the TMZ people know the difference between <laughs> yeah. Taylor Swift and Britney Spears. Yes, and and like the fact that like the guys on TMZ are can be like, you know what? Gosh, Biden kind of is an, an idiot, isn't he? Like, he really is a moron. He like, they are, like, these guys could step into uh, office today and have a more coherent policy package than this president. For sure. That is saying something. That it's, is. It's a little disappointing. Uh, yeah. So, uh, his advisors are arguing that there's a double standard between, you know, Biden's age and Trump's age because there's only four years difference. Well, it's about 40 years difference, acuity-wise. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about cognizance, yes, Trump is way younger than than Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. You know, there's far more. Far the reason we're not, and we mentioned this already, but just to put a finer point on it, there is far more evidence of Biden's deterioration at his age than there is of Trump. Mm-hmm. I mean, Trump has mis misnamed the president a few times. Big deal. It he has not stumbled around like he's got dementia. No. Joe Biden has and does every single day. And he makes it pretty clear 
every single day that he is compromised. He is mentally compromised. First of all, he shouldn't be in, pre- in, in the presidency anyway, under any circumstances, at any time during his political career. <laughs> wait, wait, Let me can, make that can you be clear? more clear? I don't know. I think I understand your stance <laughs> on this. <laughs> never, ever. I don't care if he was 12. He shouldn't. Well, 12, he couldn't be. If he was 35, he shouldn't be in the presidency. There's never a time he was. Uh, no. He was never good enough at this. No. As evidenced by the fact that he lost over and over and over again. You right. Know, he kept running for president he and losing. He started in 1988. Yeah. There's a reason we didn't elect him there. Yeah. Uh, all right, we, we, there's much more to talk about. We'll get to that in one minute. Holidays have arrived, and it's hard to think of a better gift you could give someone or yourself than feeling good. Wouldn't that be nice? If you are a person who uh, is li- living with all sorts of uh, pain, and maybe you've lived with it for a long time, maybe you know someone who's been in this position, whoever it is, if they've been searching for just the right thing, the thing that can actually help them feel better, Ask them if they've tried everything. Have you tried everything? Have you tried Relief Factor, something that has helped a ton of people over the years, including our own Glenn Beck. Relief Factor is a daily supplement that helps your body fight the pain by fighting inflammation. It's 100% drug-free. It was developed by doctors to keep, uh, really just help reduce or eliminate pain completely. Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start Kit, and 70% of them have gone on to order it again and again. It's only $19.95, and it comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back guarantee. So why not give it a try? Visit relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. That's 800, the number four, relief. There's no better gift for yourself or for a loved one, then feeling good again, it's Relief Factor. 10 seconds, station ID. Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, the other thing with Biden, um, and he did it again yesterday, are these weird, repeated, discredited stories that he tells all the time. That's one of the strangest. Isn't that bizarre? Mm-hmm. And it's it's not even like he's getting help from the left wing media. They have exposed yeah, that these are lies. They've actually done a good job on this mo- for the most part. Yeah, they, they've called him out. They've asked him over and over again. Asked his people, "Why aren't you correcting these stories?" <laughs> right, and they just walk right through it. Uh, the one he told yesterday. Are, are you familiar with the Navy story? Uh-huh. He went. He, he was. He was going. He was going to go to the Naval Academy. Okay. to play football. Really? Yeah. Oh, he was, I don't don't think I. Uh, he was a wonderful football player, just mm. a, an all star, all American football player. Uh, this was the story that he told again. This is I don't know. We've probably logged about ten times the where he's told this story on Pat Gray Unleashed. But uh, by the way, <laughs> I'm all Navy, but uh, I was appointed to. I, anyway, I was going to go play at the Naval Academy. So uh-huh. I found out the other guys in the backfield were a guy named Roger Staubach and Joe. Joe Bellino, so I decided what? to go to Delaware. But our son, so I, I always used to root for Navy. Okay, so he's going to go to Navy, despite the fact he didn't have a senatorial appointment to Navy, which you have to have. Mm-hmm. He wasn't recruited to Navy. There's no evidence that Navy was ever even knew the name Joe Biden when he was in college. They probably know it now yeah, as commander-in-chief, right, but yeah, they likely. didn't know it then. And wow. so... And he was—he didn't play quarterback or running back. I think he was a wide receiver in high school. So I don't Gosh, know why. That's hard to believe. That's a—I know it you is. Know, that's a, they must it's hard been, to believe he played football at all. I would guess that was a running offense. 
<laughs> yes, that would be I my would guess do. on that one. But wow, that's why bizarre. would Roger Staubach preclude you from going to Navy when he's the quarterback? And it would seem like, I don't know, you'd want a quarterback like that uh, throwing a, you with the ball. As a wide receiver? Yeah, yeah you'd think one receiver. of the best and greatest quarterbacks of all time would be the type of person you might want but again, throwing you the ball. It's been completely discredited. It's, there's no truth That's, to it. It's so weird. And, uh, you know, the uh, the other one that pops into mind immediately is the Amtrak story. Yes. Uh, you have that one, too? Yes, I do. It's this. And then one of the senior guys on Amtrak... Mm-hmm. Angelo Negri. I got to know all the conductors really well. They became my friends. Uh-huh. I mean, really, my genuine friends. I'd have them genuine. at my home at Christmas and during the summer. I doubt that. And Ange walks up to me and goes, Joey, baby! Grabs my cheek, and I thought the Secret Service was going <laughs> to blow his head off. I said, I swear to God, true story. My gosh. I said, no, no, he's a friend. He and said, it's what's not, up, Ange? He said, Joey, I read in the paper. I read in the paper. Mm-hmm. You travel 1,000 to 1,200,000 miles on Air Force planes because they keep meticulous tabs of it. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah. He said, big, I won't say the whole thing, big deal. <laughs> so you know how many miles you travel on Amtrak, Joey? And I said, no. He said, the boys and I figured out the retirement dinner. He said, you travel 2 million, I think it was 180, but 2,200,000 miles. So how'd you get that in? He said, well, 200 and 67 miles a day. Mm-hmm. We figured you traveled 119 days a year for 36 years, and then you traveled as vice president. He goes, so Joey, I don't want to hear this about the Air Force anymore. Now, he swore to God yeah. that was true. That's an interesting part of that. Except for the fact that not only had Ange uh, retired a couple decades before this conversation supposedly took place, in the early 90s, he retired. But he was also dead at the time the conversation supposedly took place. So it was a very eerie conversation. Yeah, I was going to say, happened. you're not going to put it past Joe Biden just randomly talking to someone <laughs> no, he thinks is alive but is actually I'm not. dead. So I'm just saying, it's, okay. it was a creepy conversation if he had one with Ange. Yeah, that's very, I mean, it's so bizarre. And the swear to God thing is an interesting part of that. Yeah. See, he doesn't care yeah, that he said that care. at all. Does not care, but he's a big time Catholic. Super, oh. <laughs> super Catholic, man. Super Catholic. Almost, super. It's almost like a superhero. Yeah, he's he super is. Catholic. He's got like a giant C on his chest. Yeah. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program. You know, there are some real heroes out there. Uh, unlike the Joe Biden superhero we were just discussing, uh, Tuttle Twins features them in their books for kids. Uh, we're talking about our American founders, uh, those heroes. They are doing their biggest Black Friday deal ever with their books and their bundles and some very special one-time bonuses that you're not going to see again. These are books uh, that are an absolute must for your kids. I read them with my kids, uh, Zach and Ainsley. They love them. Why? Because they teach important lessons and change lives, and they tell them through American history. What a, what a concept. If you want to instill true principles of our founding, uh, why not do that with your kids? Because if you've noticed the education system, they're not doing it very well for you anymore. Maybe there was a time they were. Uh, they're not now, and you need to have your kids looking up to heroes who actually built the country uh, so they can be empowered and self-motivated and think critically. You need the Tuttle Twins books in your life and the life of your kids. So check out their deal that's going on right now. Uh, go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. These books are the antidote to wokeism and Marxism and the garbage kids learn uh, at school every single day. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the Friday Black Friday deal and the one-time bonuses. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed. 
happens every weekday live from 7 to 9 Eastern, 6 to 8 Central, or anywhere and anytime you get your podcast. Pat and Stu on the Glenn Beck program, complaining just a bit uh, about Joe Biden. <laughs> so bizarre, so weird in virtually every way. Uh, we're talking about some of his really weird quirks and, and the stories that he tells that have been proven lies, and he just keeps telling them anyway. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't matter to him that not even the Washington Post and New York Times are going with him on these things. And they've challenged him on some pretty good things, like the economy, like his claim that he has saved $1.7 trillion. They've been over that again and again. And I think it was in the Washington Post where they said he really needs to stop saying this. Yeah. And he doesn't. No. Nope. He hasn't. He continues to do it. Even now, after the fact that it's reversed. Right. Like he, so oh, the, right. So he had that first, basically, the, the scam here, in case you don't know, was basically he took <clears> the worst year of the pandemic when everything was upside down. Obviously, all we the all emergency this. spending. All the emergency spending. We shut down the entire economy for months at a time. Mm-hmm. And so we had to pay trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. And again, when I say we had to, I go back and watch my shows from March and April of that year. And, and I don't actually believe we had to, but... Regardless, we quote unquote had to spend all this money. Yeah. And we spent all this money to keep the economy afloat in their in their words. And so and we had no a lot of people not working and losing jobs. So the 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 entire economy was totally out of whack. We spent way more than we normally would, and we took in less than we normally would. So that mm-hmm. the one year deficit number was through the roof. The next year, uh, as things opened up, people go back to work. That reverses. It was had nothing to do. Any president would have, this would have been okay, happened under, right? Like, you're reversing a shutdown of the economy, so mm-hmm. the numbers in year two look better than year one, right? That's no, everyone knows that's going to happen. At the time, we all knew it was going to happen. It would have happened if Donald, it would have been even better, I think, if Donald Trump uh, were president, but, you know, that's a counterfactual. We don't know, we've never, we'll never actually know that. So, they would say that the, this di- giant drop in deficit happened. And everyone knew it it technically is on the board, but had nothing to do with Joe Biden, with the exception of he did make it much worse. He decided to spend even more and make the number worse. In fact, we know this as as reality, as the the CBO projects these numbers into the future. When Donald Trump was still president, they said the deficit was going to be even smaller than it was when Joe Biden actually ran the country. The Mm. Congressional Budget Office projected numbers much better than what Joe Biden got. Yet he still went out in front of the American people and said, oh, actually, I uh, took it it down by $1.7 trillion. No one's ever done that before. It's incredible. Well, I don't know. There weren't a lot of presidents who had to deal with the COVID-19 pandemic. Right. Right. There wasn't a lot. There's not a lot of other examples of that stuff happening in our society. So he he does a thousand speeches where he brags about this. And now the next year numbers came out. And he lost. It went the other way. It was one of the worst, if you want to give you uh, peacetime numbers in history, where we weren't having a quote unquote war on COVID. It was one of the mm. worst peacetime numbers in the history of the nation. Again, a lot of that having to do with Joe Biden. And he doesn't, br- he still brags about the previous year, 
even though he's already blown up those numbers. Like, you could at least make the argument, okay, well, he did this, and he's going to continue the progress. No, he actually made it much, much worse, and that's based on the Congressional Budget Office's own projections. Yeah. And yet he keeps doing it. So this calculus there, politically, is to say, well, what if everyone forgets COVID happened? This will work. Wait a minute, this can't possibly work. Well, what if everyone forgets COVID happened? Then it will work. That's how dumb they think you are. And with their own voters, they might be right. Oh, I think they are. Yeah, I think they are. With Democrats, they're not going to, they're going to think, oh yeah, that's great. Look at, he's saving big money in these Republicans. The evil Republicans keep accusing him of spending so much money. It it will work with them, with many Democrat voters, I think. And he Uh, tried it again yesterday, as you mentioned, with the jobs. Yeah. Which is infuriating. They, they, what, what's his number now? Did he mention a specific number? Uh, is it still thirteen million, or has it gone to thirteen point nine five four million? Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's almost a million more mm-hmm. than he was claiming before. It, yes, uh, it just keeps going and going and going. And this is how, <clears throat> again, it's the exact same scam. You know, it's yes. You know, this it's very similar to this. You ever see a before and after picture of a woman and some uh, giant weight loss? Uh, with these really impressive numbers and she took this really questionable supplement that like is seemingly just ground up tree bark and you're just like wow really that happens and you're like well wait a minute how did that happen maybe she's just lying no it's not that she's lying this has happened over and over again they've caught these people she was pregnant oh wow right so she's pregnant she's she gives birth to a child and i don't know you may know uh if you know anything about the biology and i know now we know that men can have kids too but in this case it was a woman <laughs> when you have a child you tend to lose weight huh really? i don't know exactly how that process works but it seems That's like you almost like you've removed something from from hmm. what would be picked up on a scale yeah and so this is what he's doing right like you're removing essentially a pregnancy of the of the covid numbers that weighed everything down you remove that and all of a sudden your weight loss numbers look wonderful and you act like it's the tree bark supplement that's the Biden scam here. Everyone knows people gained jobs in 2021 having nothing to do with Joe Biden. Everyone knows when people came to work after the pandemic, you were going to have good job numbers. What's fascinating about that is the reason the numbers look good is because the economy was shut down. A thing that Joe Biden and everyone in his party fully supported. Mm-hmm. And cheered on not only through 2020, but also into 2021 and 2022. Yeah. They were the ones pushing for the shutdowns. And then governors like Ron DeSantis were saying, no, we're going to keep things open. And Joe Biden gets credit for that in his numbers, even though he was saying he was Ron Death Santis at the time. Ugh, man. It's so disingenuous and requires uh, a, an opinion of voters that is so low. It's, it's like this is one of the most defining moments in American history, in people's lives. And you're saying, we assume they'll just forget it occurred. We think that little of them. And you know what? There's no president in the history of the United States who's ever been personally responsible for 14 million jobs. So dumb. That That's not their... Their job is not to create jobs, really, but they do... They can contribute to it in a way by creating the conditions under which 
jobs can then be created by somebody else. Mm -hmm. But there's no president of the United States. Ronald Reagan, it wasn't creating jobs. No, not not directly. You know, not not directly. Except for the ones that, and this is for every president, sometimes they expand programs and create uh, government jobs. Which is nothing to, well, to be proud of. Well, that can happen. Yes, yes, nothing uh, to be proud of. But it is something that does occur. But when you're when you're when you're taking credit for 13, 14 million job creation, uh, it's, it's just so ridiculous. You it's just such have, a stupid lie. It's such a stupid lie, and you have to think your audience is mm. so stupid. It's like you do. It, it's like it's telling, insulting to us. Like you could tell a a, a classroom of kindergarten students that you created 14 million jobs and they'll look at you with wide eyes and they don't, <gasps> wow. wow that sounds like a high number like <laughs> yeah. that they have no idea of course whether it's true or not and that's uh-huh. how he thinks that voters are like they'll, they'll yeah. just not understand the most basic thing about their lives mm. and now what's also fascinating is in here first of all he does not compare himself to democratic presidents he only only republican presidents and in that they include ronald reagan now, everyone knows how successful the Ronald Reagan, the Reagan economy was, but of course he limits it to the first, what is it? Uh, uh, I can't remember how many months he does. And let's see if it's 33 months in office, first 33 months in office. Oh, now, geez. of course, when it was mostly uh, Carter, Jimmy yeah, Carter right. numbers, like, so his trying own to recover party from had a that. president who gave, put us in a malaise mm-hmm. so that so the economy was so bad. We had 20% interest rates and the, yeah. everything was melting down. Reagan comes in in his first couple of years is reversing that with his policies and they nail him for 487,000 jobs lost. Jeez. Which is like, it's uh, triply incoherent. It, like every part of this is a lie and mm-hmm. only could be believed by the dumbest human beings that have ever lived in all of human history. <laughs> if you went back to caveman times, you could tell them the story and they would be like, "Wait a minute, Ugamboonga, we had the we had the pandemic thing." They would even be able to 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 figure it out. And now you have a situation where Joe Biden is running his entire campaign with the only argument being, "My people must be so stupid they'll believe this." And honestly, can you do you doubt that he's right on that no he's wrong on a lot of stuff but man his voters will eat this stuff up they'll lap up every idiotic detail they will even with the mainstream media telling them no i mean look he's lying on this one that's why you just hope that democrats will wake up to how Mm. uh, compromised he is mentally i mean i i think even democrats are seeing how bad he stumbles around how much he mumbles during speeches, how lost he is when he finishes a speech and can't find his way off the stinking stage, how he can't navigate stairs. I mean, I'll never forget how a few, I guess it's been a couple of months ago now in Ireland where he almost fell face first down those stairs. You ever Did you ever play the, I mean, he stumbles and, and fortunately there's a railing and he catches himself. Oh, wow. But man, that would have been a bad header that he took there because... Uh, he would have he would have been hurt and think pat think of how terrifying this must be for oh it's got to be the left oh my god because he takes one spill like that and you got kamala harris either now potentially either kamala harris or at least the fact that like that the numbers that show that almost everybody believes 
that he's too old, those numbers will skyrocket. Oh, they will. Because people will be like, oh my gosh, he can't even walk around. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he catches himself on a railing is the difference between him being the nominee or not. But it's really interesting uh, for the Democrat Party right now. And I, I think it places Republicans in a really good place because behind Joe Biden, you don't like him? Well, you've got Kamala Harris. She's going to be the head of the party if it's not Joe Biden. If he were to step down, everybody would say, well, isn't she the logical next uh, candidate instead of uh, Gavin Newsom, who, I don't know, I think he's terrible. He is, he is terrible. Terrible. Legitimately he's done terrible. An awful job in California. So I, I don't know what kind of story he's going to try to tell. Um, but, I mean, he tries to put himself up against Ron DeSantis. And there's no comparison between the job he's done in California and the one DeSantis has done. No. So you would well, think, yeah, and that's everyone knows because everyone's moving from California to Florida, right? <laughs> right, right. Uh, by the way, they are going to debate. It's it's November. It 30th. is happening. November thirtieth. Oh wow! So it's coming up in nine days. Yeah, nine days. Okay. That's going to be interesting. Mm, it is. I mean, at the beginning when it when it was announced, it was sort of like a wow. This is in some ways a risk for DeSantis, but also a good way for him to maybe show he can slam a, you know someone on the Democratic side and and mm-hmm. beat up on Gavin Newsom. Uh, and it was, but it was a little risky. I think now, with the way the campaign has gone, it's only there's really only upside for for DeSantis. I mean, if he if he loses to yeah. to he's got no Newsom, momentum. his his campaign's over anyway. But he's already in, in you know in some trouble. Yeah. So you go in there, and you, if he has a great moment against Newsom, really dominates that debate, that might show people, wow, this 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 could go well against Joe Biden, and maybe it'll it'll convince some people for the DeSantis argument that, you know, he would do a great job and be more electable than Donald Trump, because that's the argument he needs to make. And so far, honestly, the polls don't support it all that well. Who's carrying it? Do do you know? I think it's I think it's happening on Hannity's show, isn't it? Oh, that's right. It yeah, is. I think it is. Yeah. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Uh, more coming up in a minute. For 10 years now, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their service and their values as a company. They are a shining example of what it looks like to put the cause ahead of profits. And that is something we don't get often enough. And that's why we're so proud to partner with them. For Black Friday, Patriot Mobile wants to give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. Does that sound like a good idea? When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and more. And their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching very easy. So keep your number, and for a limited time, get a free smartphone. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Now, when you're there, you got to remember this. Use the promo code FRIDAY76. It's a, a free smartphone, and the offer your, this offer is going on. It's eligible only with the Black Friday promo code Friday 76. Don't forget that. It's a limited time offer. Join Patriot Mobile and make the switch today. It's patriotmobile.com slash Beck, patriotmobile.com slash Beck, or call them 972-PATRIOT. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Right, not to put too fine a point 
on how bad a president we have. <laughs> but we've been talking about his bizarre little Bidenisms. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites is other than the train story and the Xi Jinping thing, where he talks about traveling seventeen thousand miles with him with <laughs> Xi Jinping. <laughs> And he, he, was, uh, he talked about the one word that sums up America on the Tibetan plateau. Sometimes it's a Tibetan plateau, and other times uh, he, it's some other place where he was asking about it. But this is one of the weirdest phenomenon uh, that I've ever seen with any president anytime ever. And that's his weird tendency to tell people not to jump. Yeah, he apparently you, thinks suicide <laughs> is really funny. I've never heard anyone else... Uh, discover this i don't know really? how you did it initially but you're the <laughs> I, only person i've ever heard discover this it's really fascinating it, it's amazing it's an amazing thing to me but here's a few just a few times he's done it i think we've counted around 50 but this wow. is not all 50 i see it yeah. and we also don't don't jump. We need you. don't jump and i didn't even see all of it i didn't see the bleachers up there hey everybody don't jump don't jump why all of these are different places, different times. Don't jump! Don't jump! Don't jump! Thank you, sir. Don't jump! Don't jump! Don't jump! Hey! Hey, man! Don't jump! You look crazy enough to jump! Don't jump! Wow. Don't jump! Look! Bizarre. And we're coming! Don't jump! And this is just basically every time Mr. Secretary. Every, don't jump. Every time you see someone who's higher than him. Yes. That's what he Any, says. Anytime and then last week he did it with people below him. And he told them, Don't jump! Don't jump over us. Like, what? what? <laughs> the Glenn Beck program. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn today. And I got proof positive. We were just talking about this off air. Uh, proof positive that there's no global warming. It got really cold uh, last night in Dallas, Texas. It's going to be considerably cooler today. So obviously the temperatures aren't hotter than usual. They're colder than normal. Yeah, and so I, that's there's no global warming. Well, that's because they've uh, added all these electric cars. Oh, it's okay. cured it. 
that's what I love too. When you do, if you do happen to mention something like that, then it's because they already took care of the problem. Right. Well, then I guess we don't need to spend the hundred hundred and forty trillion dollars or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, no, that's not what that means. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Well, wait. You can't have it both ways. Either we fixed it or we didn't. Which is it? Well, we only fixed it enough so that we've got to fix it some more before it's really fixed. Uh, all right. We've got uh, much to get to, and uh, we'll do that in 60 seconds. So here's an uncomfortable question you've got to ask yourself. What are your kids learning about American history in school? Uh, the answer maybe came to you through a Zoom call uh, during COVID or something, but it was probably pretty scary. Good news, the Tuttle Twins are having their biggest Black Friday deal ever with their books, their bundles, some very special one-time bonuses you're not going to see again. These books are an absolute must. Uh, Our team reads them with our kids. Uh, I do this with my son and daughter all the time. Uh, Why? Because they teach important lessons and change lives. If you want to instill true principles of our founding uh, to your kids or any of your uh, any uh, kids of uh, any really loved one that you have, it's an important message that comes from the Tuttle Twins books, and they'll actually enjoy them because they're interesting stories and fun stories as well. These are heroes that built our country, uh, and why not teach your kids the truth about them? What a, what a novel concept that would be. What a, what a novel concept. These books are the anecdote to wokeism and Marxism and the garbage kids learn at school or online. Tuttle Twins have two phenomenal bundles this week only. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. And get the Black Friday deal and the all-in-one time uh, uh, one-time bonuses, uh, of course, that are available now. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Finally watched uh, a movie I've really wanted to see for, <clears throat> I guess, months now and wish I hadn't. Uh, have you seen The Creator? Have you seen that? The, it's an AI movie. Uh, no. no. I, Glenn saw it, though. He, he... Did he like it? He said it was one of the most anti-American movies oh my he's gosh. ever seen. Yes. Yes. Okay. He said yes. it was like well done, but also one of the Very most. Very well done. Movies. Really cool tech, you know, because it supposedly takes place in 2065. Okay. And um, so from that aspect, it's it's really kind of cool looking. Um, and they filmed it well. It's good acting. But yeah, anti-American and pro-AI. Like AI was completely peaceful and loving and benevolent. And sensitive and inclusive and all the things you, you'd want it to be. Uh, America mean selfish murderers, uh, essentially. Wow. So, yeah, it was disappointing. Uh, I, I, and I, I thought at the end, okay, maybe this was, was this done by people from China? And no, it, it was not. It wasn't? No. It seemed, you Americans know, wrote the screenplay. And uh, so I'm like, amazing how, how, how are we self-hating I so know. many people are? I know. Gosh, it just, it's so weird. I, I mean, I look, I can comp- complain about America. We do it from time to time, you yeah. may notice. Yeah. There are things about America that are worth complaining about. Certainly a, a public officials that are worth complaining about. Yeah. But People trying get, to take our liberty and our rights from us. Yeah. But I don't get lost, you know, in this, I, this narrative that America's a bad place overall. No. It's a great freaking place, man. There's nothing better than it. And yet, it's always portrayed, it seems, in Hollywood as the opposite. I mean, not always, but oftentimes it is. And I mean, that was a major release. That was a, I think that movie cost north of 200 million to produce. And 
uh, there's just why? Why did America have to be the bad guy and AI is the good guy? Yeah. Very bizarre. Really bizarre. Very strange. And you just don't understand why. Like, I, did, I don't know. Do, I mean, certainly probably not in China, but like, do other countries just have movies made about themselves that constantly like just show them in the most negative light possible? <laughs> My guess would be no. It's, it's weird. I mean, yeah. maybe Europe, some European countries I could see maybe doing it. You know, there's probably a lot of, you know, British media that is just bashing Great Britain. I could see that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem nearly as common as it is here. It just, like, I know. I remember going back to, I don't know why I always remember this one dumb tweet, but it was years and years and years ago. And it was one of the first anti-Iraq war movies that came out. And it was portraying the Iraq war as like, you know, typical, we treat our soldiers like crap. It was just the first one or the second, the second Iraq war. So 2000, you know, the George Mm -hmm. Bush era and it came out and it totally bombed. Remember there was a whole series of those movies that came out. They were like Sean Penn, you know, like type era. And it was like, they all came out and they all bombed. They went to the box office with all these big actors and all this publicity and just bomb, Mm -hmm. bomb, 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 bomb over and over and over again. And some idiot from one of these, or it might have been Media Matters, but it was one of these dopey organizations that obsess about, you know, everything that, you know, conservatives say. And Glenn was making fun of them. And they said, uh, uh, apparently Glenn Beck's never heard of a loss leader. <laughs> and I just remember thinking like, wait, what? Like, you're, so your idea is that eventually there's going to be a lot of hit Iraq war movies that that show... You know, that we were evil and we're just killing Muslims and, you know, wanted our soldiers to die and come back with terrible PTSD or whatever the messages are of these movies. And like I just, I don't remember the era of the hugely successful anti-Iraq war movies, even though like public opinion has turned on it at some level, but there was never any commercial successes that I can remember. Remember, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't I mean, think people really like seeing movies about how evil uh, their heroes are. Yeah, I don't think so either. It's, it's, I mean, a little uncommon. I mean, I guess, you know, some people on the left might watch a movie today about you know, one of their heroes turning bad, like Je- Jeffrey Epstein or something. But, uh, you know, t- generally speaking, I don't think that's a huge way. Like, anti military movies, <clears throat> there's been successes, right? There were some Vietnam, mm-hmm. uh, certainly big Vietnam successes showing about the, you know, the military was bad, but uh, nothing really ever came of the lost leader that was going to come out of the mid 2000s <laughs> anti Iraq war movies. <laughs> I, I was just uh, looking for the box office because you were talking about how many of these anti American movies bomb. Uh, the creator grossed. Looks like thirty six point eight million domestically. That's terrible. Oh, with well, that must have been a big budget too. Uh, Wasn't it a high tech, like high it, effects it was high type tech. movie? Yeah, but this says it was a budget around eighty million. So I, I overestimated this. Not super high. Not super high. Now, of course, a couple things to take into account whenever you look at these movies. I've got a couple of friends <laughs> who've worked in this industry and and walked me through this several years ago. Mm-hmm. Number one, usually the eighty million dollar budget number they use is does not, not re- include not, promotion. No, I think you're right. So you, you, you that probably is usually. It. Either between fifty percent or a hundred, between fifty and a hundred percent more than the actual budget to get people to watch this movie. This mm-hmm. is why there was this controversy that came out. Um, what was it a week or two ago, where they had the Wile E. Coyote movie that is completely finished, and they just decided to just shelve it and take a loss on it. Oh wow! Uh, did you hear about this story? No. It was a. It was an. I think it was maybe a live action. I don't remember the a exact live action Wiley Coyote. Yeah, get checked. Someone, someone, Google that real <laughs> really? quick because I, I can't remember. I thought uh, it was live action, and I remember thinking, I don't <clears throat> think I'd 
want to watch it. Also, how do you show Acme anvils landing on people's head when it's live action? Yeah. <laughs> is it a hard. Saw sequel? Is it a, you know, a sequel to some horror movie? Um, but uh, it, I believe it was live action. Anyway, they live action and animation combination. I'm getting the word um, from the studio. So basically it was... This, it was supposed to be a big budget effort. Well done. They went through the testing process. It tested pretty well. And so everyone expected mm. them to release it. And then mm. they decided, now we're just going to take the tax gain for shelving it and getting nothing from it. And so why would you do wow. that? Well, part of the reason why you do that is you don't believe it's going to be a huge hit. And you realize you're going to have to spend another $80 million to advertise it to get it to do anything. Right. So they didn't want to dump in a bunch more money. Now, they're going back and forth on that. There's a rumor now that they may actually wind up releasing it after all. Um, but that is why a lot of that stuff happens. So first of all, you got to add another 50 to 100% of the budget number to the reported budget number to actually get the amount they're really spending. And then secondarily, the amount of box office revenue that they get is a top line revenue number. It's not the amount that the studio receives. So re- when you look at that number, you should cut it in half. So wow. if you get really? if it's 50 if, you, if a movie makes 50 million dollars, think of the studio getting about 25 million of it. Mm. And that now down the line there are additional things to factor in like DVD, you know, not DVD sales anymore, but streaming rights and all these other things that might wind up making the financial picture better down the line. But if you're just yeah. looking at theater box office, revenue wise take half of it. And budget-wise, add another 50 to 100% to it. I've also heard that the international box office take is not as good for the studios as the yeah. domestic. Yep, I think that's true. I don't know the numbers, of, but that is, you don't, it's not as profitable. So when you hear a, a movie has done a billion dollars worldwide, that doesn't mean... It's not nearly as good as yeah, making a billion dollars in America. Yeah. Uh, so that is true. So that, what you've just discussed is a terrible bomb. Yeah. That is a terrible and bomb of so a movie. good. If you think of 80 Good. million, maybe they spent 120 total and they made instead of 36 million, they made about 18. That's a disaster. Uh, that's a catastrophe. <laughs> it really there's, is. there's no streaming rights deal unless it comes yeah. unless it has the second life of suits. You're not going to be making that money. Wow. <laughs> How much money back? That has been incredible. Uh, yeah. And we should point out, by the way, you know, we do we make a lot of predictions uh, that are, are, are correct. We're almost perfectly correct on every prediction we've ever made. <laughs> but the, we were both way out in front of the suits thing before yeah. all you people watched it on Netflix. Yeah. And you were all like, That's oh, right. it's the best show ever. Yeah. Yeah. Pat and I loved that show for years before That's it, right. it made it to Netflix and became. And it the, actually took me years before yeah, I watched it. Neither one. Neither You've one been one. talking about it for a long time. You I, watched it on the original run, didn't you? I tried to sell you on it yeah, on the original run. And, and I'm eventually. Like, no eventually you got there i think the problem with suits was the name <laughs> suits, suits. Uh, two, na- two just, names suits and usa network yeah that were the two those are the two problem with suits yes uh but it yes, is but I, man I, what a great what a great series that was i love that awesome show. and Me too. the fact that Me too. now it is basically like it's the biggest success in the history of Netflix as far as just total viewing that inc- hours. That's incredible. That's insane. It was a show that wow. it, it was relatively popular when it was on USA Network. But, yeah, like, but you wouldn't think it would be the biggest yeah. streamer of all time. Now, there is the detail that uh, one of the stars of the show turned out to be a very famous princess. <laughs> so that, that is part of it, I will <laughs> admit. True. You know, having her on the promotional, uh, and I think for a lot of people, it probably hurts the show. They think, oh God, I don't want to see her, Meghan right. Markle, 
Which she's, is a mistake. But, which is a mistake because she's, she's awesome in she, She's in suits. great in the show. She's great. She's she actually really, really good. Yeah. Um, but I think now there's a there's more of a there's a vibe that people don't really like her very much because of some of the stuff she's done since she's been princess. Yeah. But yeah, take that out of it. It's a great show. And everybody else in the show is great. Didn't she have a podcast they signed on for like fifty million dollars or something? And then she produced was it twelve episodes? It's incredible. I think twelve. I don't. And then they're like, okay, uh, bye bye. This is the same thing. What did happen with the Obamas? Yes. If you are liberal and well known for something completely different, like that's your second life. It used to be going to think tanks or uh, being a professor. Now they'll offer you a hundred million dollars to do a podcast. I mean, let's be honest, to do nothing. I mean, they'll give you a hundred million dollars to do nothing. Just like to have your name associated with their brand. It's crazy. You know, Meghan Markle, is she a good podcaster? I I doubt it. My guess is no. I I never watched her podcast. Maybe she's okay. I mean, look, she she is a good actress. Like, yeah. yeah, So maybe she's able to pull that off. But like, again, is she doing hardcore research going through and like (laughs) researching these podcast episodes? She's coming in. She's going to a voice booth for 15 minutes and cutting a script. Yeah. And they're going to give her a hundred million dollars. Nice. Like, you know, it's no longer like, oh, I'm a professor at uh, Princeton and I teach one class a year and they give me, you know, a million dollars. Like, that's old school. Stu and I will reunite Pat and Stu on Spotify for half that price. But half of a hundred million? Yeah. Speak for yourself. Okay. I, I will do the Spotify thing for half of for what fl- makes so it. So you'll, you'll do it for 50? And I'll do more than, I'll do 24 podcasts. So... <laughs> Wow, this is a high problem. I right? will do the 24 podcast. I'll do twice the work for half the money. I'll do twice the work for the full amount. I'm not going to do it for half. Okay. But I'll do it, it for the full amount. I mean, you're driving a hard bargain. Hey, you know, I mean, it's... But watch for that phone to ring oh, you any do. minute now. Uh, all right. More coming up in one minute. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Thank you, thank you, The year is winding down and the new year is right around the corner. So you need to be asking yourself, what are your financial goals? What is it that you're going to shore up uh, and how are you going to make the position that you're in a little bit better? Well, there are areas where you're saving money and more importantly, where the... uh, where you know you might be blowing money and, and just dropping it down the drain. I got to identify those areas and you got to improve them. If you're like a lot of Americans, the big problem area for you is probably debt, uh, high interest credit cards. They can get into the double digits and not, a, it used to be a time of double digits. Wow. 10, 12% interest. I mean, that's, that's for people with perfect credit. Now it, your credit cards can hit 30 and 40% sometimes. If you're a homeowner, it is time to do something about it. And what can you do? American Financing. American Financing, give them a call. In 10 minutes, they can do a free financial review that will show you what your options are. And people are doing this and saving, you know, 700 bucks a month, every single month, 700 bucks. What can you do with that type of cash? Imagine how much freer you would feel by getting out from under that debt. American Financing is Americans, America's home for home loans. They've been helping people just like you and just like me uh, with mortgages and financial burdens for over 20 years. Be the next person that they can help. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. More birthday fun uh, from the White House yesterday. Uh, KJP was asked 
about Biden's age because, you know, he turned 81 yesterday. You think that would be a problem? No. Is there a real alarm happening behind the scenes that the president is simply too old to stake around for another four years? No, there's no alarm happening behind the scenes. It's not about age. It's about the president's experience. Oh. That's what we believe. That's what and they believe. It's, you know, as they say, the proof is in the pudding. I <laughs> would put That's for sure. the That's president's true. stamina. That is true. President's wisdom, ability right. to get this Stamina. done on behalf of of uh, the American uh, people against right. anyone, anybody, anyone, it's on any day of the week. She can say that with a straight over face. and over and over. She has said that kind of stuff. He's the best communicator in the White House. He has the most energy. The twenty-year-olds in the White House can't even keep up with him. Are they again? Do they have no legs? How is it possible that nobody can keep up with him? He shuffles everywhere he <laughs> goes. And even if your if your argument is well, you know, mentally, uh, they can't keep up with him. Oh, please! Uh, I mean, first of all, oh, there's a lot even, of that's dumb even more people in the White House. Ridiculous. So some of them, maybe that's true. Yeah, maybe. But general, I mean, look, I mean, can Corinne Jean Pierre keep up with anybody? I mean, she's an idiot. <laughs> she's a complete moron in every single way. Of course, yes. she can't keep up with anybody. She can't keep up with a with a sausage. <laughs> she has the the IQ of a breakfast meat. Yeah. So I, of course, she can't well, keep up with anybody. A breakfast meat? I don't know. Maybe a luncheon, like a processed like oh, bologna like type. Like a thin slice of yeah, turkey. Maybe. Okay. Okay. All it's right. possible. But she, look, we all know she's an idiot. And maybe she maybe she is legitimately impressed by <clears throat> Joe Biden. I mean, she considering where she's coming from, it's possible. True. But everyone knows that Joe Biden has these struggles. And this was their argument. Like, behind the scenes, you don't understand how incredible Proof is in is. the pudding. Proof is in the pudding. And that's yeah. great. The, the Bidenomics thing is great. Uh, this is what's fantastic about their approach here to this election. They've decided to take responsibility for all of these horrible failures. Usually, presidents blame the other guy. Yeah. And and it, the fact that they're running against the other guy again, which is pretty rare, gives you a unique opportunity to say, actually, this is all Trump's fault. I don't know how, but believe me, the media will gift. carry the water for you. It's a definite gift. They, they will say anything you want them to say about how bad Trump is. Instead, they're like, actually, Bidenomics is working. Actually, you don't understand how great this is. Actually, he's really, really smart behind the scenes. Actually, you don't understand. Everything that you feel about life on a daily basis is actually not true. It's the opposite. Just believe that. But how's that working for him? Poorly. Where's his, let's say, approval ratings on, like, I don't know, NBC's poll? Yes, uh, very low. Uh, in fact, in fact, it's a new low for Joe Biden. We actually came up with a, on Stu Does America, we, you know, we go through polls a decent amount. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying over and over again, like, oh, hey, it's another, it's a new low for Joe Biden. We just came up with a whole segment called Biden's new low because there was always a new low to be discussed. And this was another example of it on yesterday's program. Uh, he's down at 40%. You might say 40%. That sounds really good. Well, this is an NBC poll that has been favorable to Biden. So it's shown higher it's approval ratings in throughout. Upper 40s, maybe? Mid 40s, mid and upper, uh, upper 40s over the past a year or so. And now it's down to 40%, which is catastrophic wow. for that particular wow. poll. This has happened over and over and over and over again. And again, he's losing to Trump. Now, it's funny because the main argument the main argument for the Trump challengers is Trump's not electable and you got to elect me. And so far, the polls don't really support that line of argument. I mean, look, Trump mm-hmm. is showing up relatively well in these polls, leading in a lot of them. And the argument for Biden is that I, I'm the only one who can beat Donald Trump which uh, it's not working for him either. No, there's no real argument there. He has he, now. This is a poll that showed Biden ahead by four or five about eight months ago, 
And it has it, the, the, about eight months ago, he was up by four or five, Biden. Then it was tied. And now he's down by four or five. It's going the wrong direction for Joe Biden. And, I, and look, I think the Democrats realize this as much as we do. It's just a matter of whether they have the balls to switch him out. I mean, that in theory, it would be obviously the right thing to do. But you need to do that through a competitive primary, which it will not allow. Right. Right. So he needs to step down if it's going to happen. He has to go the Axelrod way. Just, Axelrod was like, he's got, it's got to be a Joe Biden's decision. And he's probably right on that. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't know that I see that happening. He wants the job. Yeah, uh, he's he wanted it his entire life. Yep. And he's convinced himself he's good at it, I think. The Glenn Beck Amazing. Program. So for 10 years now, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They've been standing behind their service and their values as a company. We always complain about these companies that come out and they're like uh, trying to do all these terrible things to our country and trying to scam you into giving them their money uh, to support those causes. Well, you know, Patriot Mobile is a shining example of the other side, putting they put the conservative cause ahead of profits and they are fantastic. We're proud to partner with them for Black Friday. They are doing something Pretty amazing. Patriot Mobile wants to give you a brand new smartphone. Pretty nice, huh? When you make the switch, they're going to give you a new phone. Uh, Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left and their causes. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting ideas like free speech. Crazy, I know. Religious freedom, the sanctity of life, all these important things. Keep your number and for a limited time, get a free smartphone. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT and use the promo code FRIDAY76. Again, it's a free smartphone available with the code FRIDAY76. Limited time offer. Join Patriot Mobile. patriotmobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. And don't forget to use the promo code GLEN for $20 off your subscription at blazetv.com. And Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, check out Stu Does America, which happens every night uh, at eight o'clock. It's Eastern, right? Eight Eastern, or is it eight it, Central? It is eight Eastern. Eight Eastern. Pat. Yes, on Blaze seven TV. Central on Blaze TV. All the podcast uh, available. YouTube, check that out whenever you can, anytime, anywhere. YouTube.com slash Stu Does America, and of course, Pat Gray Unleashed is well available. Indeed, on YouTube and the same uh, places. Uh, YouTube.com slash Pat Gray Unleashed, however, mm-hmm. uh, for your particular program. Yes, and don't forget our uh, redone website, which is is beautiful now. And one of the things we love about it is the lack of pop-up ads or ads of any kind. You know, we finally replaced the toe fungus thing, which is great. Wait, well, what happens mm-hmm. if I have a toe fungus problem? I need it cured. Is there oh, one you're gonna simple have to trick? Find, you're going to have to find the cure for it somewhere else. I need to find one else. simple trick. Yeah, somewhere else. After 68 <laughs> clicks, I want to get that toe <laughs> fungus cure. After you, Well, after you watch a 45-minute video, right? you know, where they... Talk about the problem, but don't tell you what the solution is until the last five minutes when they direct you somewhere else to buy something. Right? Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Um, that is one. Of the, I mean, look, it's a, it was a big risk by by the Blaze to do definitely. This. Uh, basically, yeah, to say definitely. no more ads on our website. I mean, how many sites are doing that? I mean, I don't know of any really, especially on the conservative media space that are just saying, no, we're not going to do that anymore. Um, the reason why they're doing that is they're hoping that you'll subscribe if you su- support this type of journalism. Mm-hmm. And another thing they're doing is majorly expanding 
what the site does. So, you know, look, the Blaze has always been a great resource to find what's important uh, in the in the world, uh, looking at, uh, you know, what crazy bills are passing, what idiot said whatever else on The View, and a lot of that stuff is still be up there, but they're also mm-hmm. expanding the the um, unique journalism of The Blaze, putting reporters on issues. The January 6th one is one of the first real efforts at this, and uh, Steve Baker, uh, who's been done a great job looking at all of this footage, and he's had access to it before really anybody else. He's gone through a lot of it and has already shown multiple under oath lies by Capitol police officers and other officials in this in these investigations, and including Harry Dunn, yeah, <clears throat> who was a big hero, and mm-hmm. was given the Presidential Citizens Medal by Joe Biden. Big deal uh, because of what he did on January sixth, apparently. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out he lied. About a lot of it, if not all of it. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, sometimes I get a little uncomfortable with sometimes how this stuff gets presented on, even on the conservative side. I don't know if you're like this, Pat, but I, I like, look, there was some bad stuff that happened on January 6th. Just yes. because the media has gone crazy but, and said it's the biggest insurrection since, I don't know, uh, eighteen the 1800s. And yes, all of their stuff has been blown out of proportion. It was not an insurrection. It was a riot. Right. Nobody was killed. Nobody. At least on on the Capitol police side. Yeah. Nobody got killed. I mean, you got to go through. They they showed that after the fact that that was not what caused the officer's uh, death. Right. Um, Suicide. uh, Yeah. uh, And uh, two strokes. Yeah. Now, the first the first officer that died, died from two. And. I was suspect of that from the beginning because his family was like, well, he yeah. had some medical issues. Mm-hmm. But but then we didn't find out for a couple of months as to exactly what it was. But it wasn't the fact that somebody sprayed bear spray in his face. Yeah, that's what we were told. Nobody was hit him. Nobody hit him over the head with what was it? He was supposed a uh, fire extinguisher, I think, was what we were told at the beginning. So it, it was just it's been and I, I know what you're saying, but I get so irritated with the other side talking about what a tragedy it was yeah. and how bad the right is. Right. That, For the one time. This uh, is And this is what's so frustrating about January 6th to me. It's the one time they can point to. Yeah. All of the thousands yep. of rallies. I mean, how many did we do going back to the Tea Party era where we had uh, hundreds of thousands of people gathered and not only were there yeah. no arrests, there was barely a piece of trash left over when when they left. And that's become a cliche. Everyone loves to say that now, but it was true. Yeah. With this audience and, and, and the August and, 28th. Yeah. Uh, 2010. Yeah, exactly. Um, over and over again. And and. That's why Glenn emphasized so much. It's going to be peaceful. Please don't bring your signs. Don't, not even bring don't, signs. Don't dress up in the tricor- a tri-cornered hat. Right. Just come out. You know, just come be out. Cool, be cool. Be normal. And let's have a, and, a, 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 an important moment to celebrate and also hope for uh, and pray for a better future for our country. And this is why. Because he knew that, that one it, mistake, it, things one mistake. got out of control. It'd be used against us forever. And look what's and happened And look what's happened. He was 100% right on that. And yep. I remember at the time being like, why do we even... And talk about why we talk about this so much because right glenn would always say like you got to be peaceful and i was like do you know this audience they're, they're always yeah. pe- they are and i maintain that's been true even through january 6 it wasn't uh, i mean i know of no members of this audience that were involved in anything bad but there were some people who were and it is mm-hmm. it's i think it's a little it's insanely ridiculous what the media has done, what the left has done to try to turn this into essentially the worst thing since the civil war yeah on the other hand it, it yep it is a little compared it over, to 9/11. Yeah. Yes, ridiculous. 
come ridiculous. on. Ridiculous. On the other hand, it does, it's a little, I don't know. I feel like some of the defenses of January 6th go too far, too. It's just like, yeah. all right, like it wasn't as bad as they're saying it was, but it was still bad. I mean, there's you know, there's violence against police officers. I'm not cool with that. I have no, no tolerance no, for that whatsoever. Either. I have law enforcement members of my family. I got no tolerance they for that. They shouldn't have broken things. They, sh- they shouldn't have defaced the Capitol yeah, building. All, all that stuff is unacceptable. I yeah. think most people know most that. People didn't they're do just it. sick of talking about it, so they don't yes. want to acknowledge it anymore. <laughs> right. But one of the things that Blaze has done really well has is focused this on really specific things. You know, as Steve Baker has gone through this, like he went to the, it was the Oath Keepers trial and sat in the courtroom every day and watched the accusations, watched this testimony and was able to go back and show the testimony made in court was mm-hmm. actually inaccurate to what is on film. Yeah. A big thing, like people <clears throat> vouching for other officers. And then we will look on the video. They weren't even in the na- even in the area when the stuff occurred. Essentially, they're just lying, straight out lying. I saw this, and they couldn't have seen this unless they can see through walls wow. because they were on the other side of the building. Yeah, that's um, awesome. You know, stuff like that going on. And then in addition, um, the the part that gets glossed over a lot here is not is the, we talk about the political debate around January 6th and what it means and how bad the right is or how great uh, the the left is and how you know the Donald Trump's bad and Joe Biden's good and that's why the media talks about this all the time but there were actual real people who are in prison right now on these testimonies the fact that like people who who say, who didn't commit crimes mm-hmm. were put in jail yeah. based on testimony that we now know is not true and by the way nobody's picking this stuff up the blaze is doing it and you know some people on the on the right are picking it up but like the the mainstream media who is you know will churn out a netflix documentary for even if there's a one percent chance of somebody who's in jail that's innocent will not pick this stuff up at all because of course january 6 evil we can't give donald trump what he wants blah 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 so it's important that there are organizations out there doing this stuff the blaze is doing it so they do ask you to support if you can blazetv.com slash glenn the promo code is glenn you could save uh, 20 bucks off the subscription but really it's, it's it's important to support this type of journalism because i don't know nobody else seems to be doing it yeah yeah and somebody has to somebody has to and so we are at the blaze you know as glenn said uh one of the one of the things that uh harry dunn made a big point of was that he all these racial epitaphs all of the racial stuff that was thrown at him and uh glenn made the point that it's the most video recorded event in history and there's not a single piece of evidence video or audio that emerged to show any kind of racially charged event like that how is that possible 40 they're releasing what it's absolutely impossible yeah essentially impossible if what he said is true you would have heard something, seen something, mm-hmm. but you didn't. But you didn't. So and this is just, you know, it's part of what the left does over and over again. They try to find ways to undercut conservatives and and mm-hmm. and what they're trying to do by lying about them or or just doing kind of the you know both sides stuff. I mean, they always like to act like these things that are huge events in everyone's life didn't exist. We talked about it with Bidenomics where they're trying to say, basically uh, all the COVID, if, if people don't remember COVID existed, this will be a good argument. The same thing with, with the George Floyd riots. Like, I guess yeah. we are all supposed to sit back and act like that didn't happen. Like these cities didn't burn to the ground. Like, uh, you know, people mm-hmm. didn't actually enter police precincts and burn them to the ground. 
they didn't loot target after target after target. None of this stuff happened. These people were just peaceful protesters. But the one incident they have, one of out of all of this time, I mean, you can name them. I mean, I say one. They, what else? What's the next one you'd name? Charlottesville. Now, first of all, the people in Charlottesville have literally nothing in common with me in any way. I don't believe anything that they believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go back and look at the views of the the group of people who are responsible for it. And these are people that are in support of, like, universal health care and abortion. Like, these are no, nothing. But somehow that gets uh, associated with us on the right. I don't know how. They call it the alt-right, which is really... It's an alternative to the right, not an alternative form of the right. But that's a whole other story for another day. They go down and they just they pick out these little things. This stuff happens all the time on the left. These Palestinian protests have had all sorts of, of, of vandalism and violence associated with them. But since they're on the left, they get the... the it's okay. They're beating up Jews in the streets, but that's okay. Because, it's look, it's consistent to with what Elon Omar was believes. Killed. Yeah. killed. Killed. Old man killed killed it's it's disgraceful but they don't care they don't care it's, no they don't it really is you no know. they don't and they continue to tell that story again like like it's one of the big events of uh of the century um and and it it was not as you mentioned an event that uh conservatives pulled off no it was not like at all a bunch of fringe groups that had nothing to do and they try to beat trump with that too because oh he said they were really nice people he wasn't talking about the nazis there no now is that do you know that because he said i'm not talking about the white supremacists was <laughs> yes, it that part of the quote that said yes okay. that it's yes that's how i know okay uh, because he said it that part kind of so, um, that gets left out I, it, i've noticed of the transcripts often quite a bit yeah that is one of those things when you go back and look yeah, at it is. Yeah, look, Trump has some, some, look, every once in a while, Trump says something that is a self-inflicted wound. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it does happen. It does. It does happen. Uh, often, though, this stuff gets blown out of proportion. And yeah. everyone knew what he was saying. Everyone knew, like, th- th- there were all sorts of conversations about, about statues being torn down. And mm-hmm. the point is that some people who don't want statues torn down are not white supremacists, right? Like, these are people who think, wait a minute, the, I question whether we should be erasing history. Even if it's a bad statue, let alone yeah. when they when the left you know drags down a statue of Ben Franklin or Thomas Jefferson. But I'm saying like well, even when you have like a Confederate per- hero or of some sort that is maybe a controversial figure or definitely a controversial figure, mm-hmm. though the, some people would say, look, even if it's a bad guy, you, you got to leave that up. Yeah, you know now, that doesn't yeah. mean that doesn't mean you're a horrible person for arguing for that. Doesn't mean you support the policies of the Confederacy. But this is what they paint it to be. That's amazing. And they've done it successfully, too. 888-727-BECK. More coming up. Tuttle Twins having their biggest Black Friday deal ever with their books, bundles, and some very special one-time bonuses you won't see again. These are books that are an absolute must. My kids love these books. Your kids will as well because they teach important lessons and change lives. We must learn from the mistakes of the past, of course, but we also must learn from the right choices that were made in the past as well. At least, I mean, that's the way it should be. If you want to instill true principles of the founding to our uh, kids, well, you got to have them look up to the heroes who built our country, to be empowered, self-motivated, think critically. You need the Tuttle Twins books. Uh, These are lessons that aren't found in schools anymore. And if you want your kids to cherish and defend our nation's core values, these books are key. And they'll actually enjoy these books. It's not like a boring historical read. These are fun stories that teach these important lessons. 
and they're the antidote to wokeism and Marxism and all the garbage that kids are learning at school these days. Tuttle Twins uh, have two phenomenal bundles this week only going on at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the Black Friday deal and the all-in-one-time bonuses going on right now. Uh, this is a great deal, and you're only going to get it this week only. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Pat and Stu, for Glenn today, we were just talking about the Charlottesville thing and how the left has made that about the right and about conservatives, and it has nothing to do with that. Uh, back in September, Joe Biden was at a campaign speech, and he said, you remember those folks walking out of the fields literally carrying torches with Nazi swastikas, holding them forward, singing the same vicious anti-Semitic bile, the same exact bile, bile that was sung in in Germany in the 30s, and a young woman was killed. A young woman was killed. Then he went on to say that according to the official White House transcript, the former guy was asked, meaning Donald Trump, what do you think would happen? He was a sitting president, and he said, I thought there were some very fine people on both sides, and I mean this sincerely. From the bottom of my heart, that's when I decided I was going to run again. Then he talked for a couple of minutes about how his extended family urged him to challenge Trump because Trump was such a bad guy. And then he went on to tell this story. You know, you may remember that, you know, those folks from Charlottesville, as they came out of the fields and carrying those swastikas, and remember the ones with torches and the coup accompanied by the Ku Klux Klan? And in addition to that, they had... There were white supremacists. Anyway, they were making the big case about how terrible this was, and a young woman was killed in the process. A young woman was killed in the process. Huh. Seems like we're having deja vu here, doesn't it? These are. This is not you repeating the same story. No, this is Joe this is Biden, Joe Biden the repeating same the same story moments after he already told oh the story. God. This is what people with dementia do. And my predecessor, as I said, was asked of what he thought. There were some very fine people on both sides. He went on to tell the exact same story minutes later, same speech. Not days later, like he usually does with the train story or the Xi Jinping story. Minutes Mm -hmm. later in the same campaign speech. Was Was he on prompter? Do we know if he was on prompter for this? I don't know. I'm wondering if somehow, I, don't know. I mean, the yeah. argument maybe could be made that it was just pasted in there twice. and Because he does say it. The only thing that would make me Somebody's think, head should roll if that's the case. Oh, for sure. And then wouldn't you realize, though, as you start yes. into the second? Well, I told you that already. Yeah. Well, doesn't but he say something like, uh, as I mentioned, at some point no. he seems to catch <laughs> himself, doesn't he, in that second part, the second I storytelling? Pre- I don't see as I said, any evidence of that. Okay. <laughs> as I it's said moments st- ago. <laughs> No, that doesn't seem to be. And this is from the White House transcript, so uh, you would think they would put that in there. Yeah, it probably would. happen. All right, more coming up. The Glenn Beck Program.
the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, the Atlantic, which is just a tremendous publication. They've, I guess they've noticed that Donald Trump is old, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, mm. I guess so. Uh, he's mentioned Elton John. How old do you have to be? Really, really old. Do really old. Him? Do you remember him? I, I frankly do. Oh so I guess gosh, I'm really old. old as well. Wow. Really, really old. Because, uh, yeah, I grew up on Elton John music. Uh, we'll get to that. Also, uh, school choice. Talk about that as well. Coming up in one minute. My pillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. For instance, your towels. You go into stores, towels feel soft at the touch at first. Then you go home, use them, and you find they're not really absorbent at all. That's why my pillow now has my towels. They actually work. They're soft and absorbent. Now my pillow is excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels for you to try. What makes these towels great is they're now made with 100% long staple Sherpa cotton. This comb ring spun cotton is what make these towels absorbent and softer than ever. Right now, you can get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. With promo code BECK, you can get the designer premium line for $20 more. No matter what set you decide on, that's 50% savings. Find this offer. Just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Check out the new My Towels six-piece towel set and get 50% off in savings. Again, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. welcome uh the atlantic Thanks, Pat. <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome yeah, yeah. Stu. i appreciate you welcoming uh, me it's already hour three of the show though so i've been here for a while but yeah you know thank you yeah thank I, you well, I just noticed it i just <laughs> noticed you're sitting just to my right uh i and we've we've also noticed i guess uh, at least the atlantic has that donald trump is really old. That's actually what the headline is. Has anyone noticed that Trump is really old? Is the actual headline <laughs> of the story. <laughs> but it's not for the same reasons, really, is it? That uh, that we've noticed that Joe Biden is old and well, decrepit? Uh, you know, that's you know, it's, it's exactly what I would expect out of you. Yeah. Was exactly it? to cover okay, up for wing, Donald Trump. Yeah, mm-hmm. A right-wing extremist, mm-hmm. a, a MAGA extremist, <laughs> right. who's going to come on the air and tell you that Donald Trump is somehow different in in the way he's handling things uh, Mm -hmm. than Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. Somehow sharper. Somehow sharper, right? More active, (laughs) more spry. The headline really is, has anyone noticed that Trump is really old? He's younger than Biden, but not by much. (laughs) Which factually is accurate. I fact-checked this one. It Um, is. But although I don't know that it's all that important, here's their case to tell you why Donald Trump is very old. First of all, it starts out, just kind of laying out the the full case. You know, you get the big picture mm-hmm. first, okay. and then they give you the details. You know how they do that in these these really intricate stories? <laughs> yeah. So it starts out with the, the big case, which is Donald Trump is an old man. Period. Okay. It's the period. end of that sentence. All right. Then they go on to explain how they got there. He's 77 years old. Okay. When Trump was born, Harry S. Truman was president, and Perry Cuomo, Cuomo uh, topped the uh, year's pop charts. Betty White hadn't yet started her career in film. Oh. Israel and Pakistan didn't exist. 
Korea was that a, means it was before 1947. Nobody's that old. Nobody's that old. Come on, that, but Come apparently on he, there is at least one person who is. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's Donald Trump, mm-hmm. I guess. Korea was a unified country, and Vietnam was not. The pioneering computer, uh, ENIAC, ENAC, I don't know, mm. was just four months old. I'm missing that reference for whatever reason. Um, the uh, Trump's cultural references are dated and only getting more so. Elton John and the Rolling Stones <laughs> oh my. headline his rally playlists. Nobody but super old, old people play Elton John and the Rolling Stones. <laughs> I mean, again, like, Elton John had hits. What a dumb hits. point. What was the last Elton John hit? I mean... Candle in the Wind, maybe? Maybe the 90s? Ni- the 97 2000s? version. He did Candle in the Wind for about... 27 people every time someone died <laughs> it was yes <laughs> so yes true. marilyn monroe uh princess die there was somebody else in there too i think so and there was um, like mildred from down the street who died of mildred, old age yes in the wind yes uh, which was a weird version of that song i'll be honest i thought he went a little too far on that particular version. <laughs> no one even knew who so Milton did I, was. Actually. And <laughs> but I, I love me some Elton John. I mean, I think a lot of people do, and I don't think you have to be super old uh, to enjoy Elton John. No, uh, I mean, Elton I, I, John did a song with uh, uh, Collective Soul. Uh, Elton John has done songs with a lot of contemporary artists. So, so there you go. Who? Dua. Oh, see, that's somebody. I, Dua Liba. Dua Lipa. Lipa. Dua Lipa, yes. Dua Lipa. Okay. I've missed that Elton John duet with Dua Lipa. Really? Yeah, I you? have. What's the name of that song? Do you know? Uh, you don't even know. Oh, wow. Okay. But Elton and Dua have been a pair, apparently. Good. All right. I mean, he's one of those guys that is very influential, right? And is one of those people Elton who... Elton or Dua? <laughs> Dua is, Dua is a girl, right? Dua is a girl. Oh, a female. Okay. Should, yes, a female. Uh, I, I don't want to lock her down to that. I don't know exactly how she uh, <laughs> identifies. identifies. Yeah. Um, looking back at the discography here of... Uh, yes, yeah, like he did a... What, is the, what, what charts are these? Oh, this is UK. He's had some songs that have charted in the UK really recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, where's the US charts, though? Because who cares about the UK? We beat them. Like we already won the war a couple of times. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's like what? Why are we still looking? Uh, you know he's he had stuff that charted you know certainly well into the nineties and 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 yeah I mean the candle in the wind nineteen ninety seven. It's so goofy. Well, it went to number one though. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. a number one song and had several others that charted after that. It's done you know again in the UK oh. is more popular than he is. Now. Well, after candle in the wind, he actually had uh, something about the way you look tonight which charted uh, on October 11th of 97. But the Dua Lipa one yeah. with Elton. Yeah, it was big. Went, uh, went number two seven. years ago. Just two years ago. Cold Heart. Yeah, and that was it went to number seven in the U.S. Wow. So that was a... Okay. I mean, now again, that's... <laughs> look, we can overstate the impact of... Uh, of Elton's work in that particular uh, song. And that is a Dua Lipa song where they, they had him say cold heart a couple times, but still. Oh, that was it? Yeah. I mean, uh, Did he play piano on it or anything? Did he help write this song? I, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I'll uh, never forget the Kanye West, uh, Paul McCartney collaboration. Mm-hmm. Uh, when that came out and people were just discovering Paul McCartney for the first time. And, really? And it was tweeted out... This Paul McCartney dude, 
about a blow up. <laughs> you know, people might remember him. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he might even get into uh, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame someday. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's I was, was going to throw it out there. Yeah, that's that's a lot. I don't know. So again, this is why he's old. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Donald Trump is old because Elton John and the Rolling Stone ra- headlined his rally playlists. <laughs> okay. Um, and when he had a, and a chance to award the Presidential Mem- Medal of Freedom, the nation's highest civilian honor, his selections included mm-hmm. Babe Ruth who died in 1948, <laughs> and Elvis, who died in 1977, uh-huh. perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, included oh. in the article. Okay. Uh, but again, this is like their case, that Donald Trump's old. And, you know, you go through this process, Jeez. if you are the left, your first attempt is to say, well, wait a minute, the thing they're accusing my candidate of is not true, and let me disprove it to you. They can't do that with Joe Biden, because mm-hmm. it is true. He is old. He is incompetent. He is incoherent. Mm-hmm. They can't bring him out for more. They can't find the situation in which he would excel you can't you can't put him in a positive light you can't come up with the moment where he'll he will succeed because there's no chance of him succeeding so all you have is yeah but your guy's old too your guy's worse right your guy's bad that's it that's 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 what what you do and so they are trying that now to say well wait a minute remember donald trump is old now Mm -hmm. i think most of that will happen after donald trump wins the primary if he is to do so because right now they're kind of content with trump up by 30 points and they're, you know, look, they think they can beat him. Now, mm-hmm. they might not be right on that. That is, they were proven in 2016. They, they, they might not be correct. They may very well lose this election, but they are convinced they can defeat him. And I think they're also convinced, and this isn't really reflected in the polling right now, I will admit, but I think that they believe Biden can only beat Trump. They don't think he can beat any of these other people. That doesn't, that's not necessarily the argument. You can make the argument that doesn't matter. You might say that Donald Trump deserves it. And, you know, I'm not saying that you have to switch your vote because you, but that is how they look at this. They say, look, Trump is a flawed candidate. People have their minds made up about him. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that that, I mean, certainly people have their minds made up about them largely, about him largely. That being said, they also have their minds made up about Joe Biden and they have not made their mind up positively. Uh, There's a new poll out today which is really bad for Democrats. This is the worst poll I have seen. This is saying something. The worst poll I have seen for Joe Biden. And this is the type of thing. This is worse than the poll that came out, the Siena poll of the swing states, where it showed that Trump had a lead. Mm. This is only a national general election poll. But listen to this. This is just coming out from Harris, which is a legitimate pollster, a nationwide pollster, uh, or uh, you know, scientific, relatively well-respected. Trump, 47. Biden, 40. Wow. Seven now, points. A seven point lead for Donald nice. Trump. This is the worst poll I have seen, at least, uh, that I can remember. But what if it's a three, for, person, for three person race? And it's just as bad. <laughs> Trump, 40. Biden, 33. Uh, Kennedy, 14. They also have uh, wow. Cornell West in there at 2%. Uh, but another seven point lead. Wow. I, by the way, I've been monitoring this, Jeez. and I may do a piece in this for the Blaze or something at some point uh, talking about what the RFK Jr. effect looks like. I would say. If you look at all the polls, the majority of the polls have showed more negative effect for Biden than Trump. There have been some that have showed the reverse of that. You know, we t- we played the clip of Al Gore yesterday. Well, sometimes uh, the CO2 goes up first, but some, mm. but <laughs> sometimes the opposite, the opposite is true. does happen. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. it could, this doesn't prove anything in, the, in these polls. I think the lean right now, though, is it's hurting Biden more than it is hurting Trump. Uh, they, of course, 
hate RFK. I think this is legitimately the reason he's not getting Secret Service protection. I think this is why. They, I think they, you're right. I'm not yeah. saying they, they want something terrible to happen, but they want to punish him uh, for doing what he's doing. And right now, I think... I don't know that necessarily that's the way it's going to end. Like, it, I would not be shocked at the end of the day to find out that it hurt Trump more, uh, the RFK thing. I mean, he has much better favorability numbers on the right right now than he does the left. I can't believe that. That hurts me. That hurts me. That, that means agree. you're not looking into him deeply enough. Yeah, I think. I, mean, I think. You could maybe be excused <laughs> for that. I mean, yeah. I, look, you know, he's been very public on a few issues and generally, like, you know, I'm a big Bitcoin guy. I like the cryptocurrency stuff. And he's very, and he's good, he's on, good that. on that. Uh, he's good know, on that. He's, he's good for a lot of people on the vaccine thing. mandates. Uh, he's fantastic he's on that. He's been better on the border lately but he wasn't always good on the border no, that's all i mean a lot of this that's stuff seems thing. to be it seems to be newly Brand discovered new. hey guess who my audience is let me let me talk about yeah. this thing that i just figured out last week uh, there's a lot of that with rfk jr and he's good on some um like free speech things yeah because he's been the victim of yeah. the, of, of of censorship and yes. and uh, he he's been of course i i agree, even if i don't agree with a lot of his viewpoints and that's very much the truth he should be able to say them in the public square and he should not be censored for them so i i right. do agree with him on, on on a few things but you you i mean like you know we went through um the uh, uh the idea that you should give race-based priorities for all sorts of different projects, uh, uh, programs, you know, college admissions, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, uh, programs, money uh, that comes from the government for in various different ways. He is in full, oh, uh, unapologetic supporter of all of that crap. Sure is. He a hundred percent believes wholeheartedly at his core that because of the color of your skin, you should get more things from the government than if you have another color of your skin. Now, I remember that that was a a popular attitude back during the times of slavery Mm -hmm. where people said, you know, I think only white people should get stuff and black people shouldn't. Very popular viewpoint back then and continues to this day with these programs that he supports. It's just different colors of skin on either side of it. That's all. But it's the same Mm -hmm. exact crap that we thought we got over a long time ago. But not apparently to RFK Jr. He is a supporter of that. He disagrees with uh, the Supreme Court on all of these issues. And again, uh, I think we mentioned this yesterday. He is one of the worst people on this planet on climate change. Oh yeah, one of the worst I, on the planet. I, I don't know that I could name one that's worse. I, I don't. I mean, off the top of my head, I, I mean, like you know, you, you could talk about Joe Biden and Barack Obama. Name your left wing politician. I don't yeah. know that there's one that is worse than RFK Jr. on this topic. And I think, I think for both you and I. Uh, both you and me, actually, I believe it would be, uh, abortion is our biggest issue mm. being pro-life. It's just, right? it's hard I mean, to, it's, over, to overwhelm the 63 million lives. That, yeah. You know, that's a big one. That's a really important thing. Well, he's terrible on that. Horrible. He, he believes in uh, abortion. Uh, leave it up to the woman right up until the time of birth. Oh, Great. okay. Oh, so that's between that's she and her doctor or whatever. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff he says. And that's the way that I, And I believe all murder policies should be that way. You, yeah, you leave, it up. To, leave it up to the murderer. If I want to um, kill Jeff Fisher, for instance. Yes. Jeffy. Jeffy. I mean, you maybe wouldn't kill him personally, but right. would you take away my right to your, kill him? Your right to choose? No. Uh, yeah, right. You should be able to do whatever yeah. you want in, as far as Thank his you. murder in the 2000th <laughs> trimester. You'd leave that between me right. and my gun, right? <laughs> So it's like, I mean, 
<laughs> Again, <laughs> it's I, a weird position to me. And it's but not weird on the left, right? It's not, he's, because he's they don't believe it's standard issue, yeah. hardcore leftist on like half of, of the issues in his world. And if you want yeah. that, you can have it. You can have a, I mean, I don't know why you go light with it. You might as well go with Biden and get that on all the issues. I don't know. Yeah. But I, it's for, to me, he's just not my flavor. It's not what I want. But I, I will say that he has, be, because he was critical of the COVID regime, mm -hmm. uh, sometimes correctly and sometimes not in my view, but still he was on the right side of that as far as conservative voters generally. You're not radical enough on that issue. There you go. Stu. There, I just, sorry. I just I'm going to work I on I want to mention that. I'm going to work yeah, on You that. need to be more extreme on more that. More extreme. More coming up in one minute. So let's talk about the Tuttle Twins. They have a, a, a great deal going on. And if you have that kind of uncomfortable moment as a parent when you have to ask yourself what are what are my kids learning about in school the answer might scare you a little bit honestly uh, but the good news is the Tuttle twins are having their biggest Black Friday deal ever obviously this is a big week for this and they want you to know about it um, because they've got the deals on the books and the bundles and some one-time bonuses that you're never going to see again so what do you do well you need to go to uh, their website and check out their deal Basically, you've got a situation with our education system right now where things are basically shot. We've been talking about this all day. You've got people who are praising Osama bin Laden and his writings. That's the, that's the kind of country you're living in right now. You need the uh, books like the Tuttle Twins to get to kids early so they can understand the foundations of the country, not in college. It's too late. It's too late. And we talk about college way too much, I think, as conservatives. Okay, college is like... It's the end of your learning experience. Those first, you know, K through 12 is really, really important. These books are designed for kids uh, who can learn these things early on and turn your children into people who see the country as a positive thing, who believe in the principles of the founding of our country. These books are key. My kids love them. Yours will as well. These books are the anecdote to uh, wokeism, to Marxism, to the garbage kids learns at school, at school or online. And the Tuttle Twins have two phenomenal bundles this week only. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the Black Friday deal and the all, uh, you know, really every single one of the one-time bonuses they've got available. And it's this week only. you got to get them now. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Check it out now. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Okay. Uh, did we get to all the reasons why uh, we've noticed now that Donald Trump is really, really old? Yeah, that goes on and on and on and on. And I don't even get a sense it's a really serious effort. You know, I, I think yeah. that's one of the things that we've learned by these things. They need to throw these arguments out there, hoping some people will buy them. Yeah, they're just throwing but anything against the yeah. wall, seeing what sticks. Yeah. And I feel like they have to do that because they don't really, they can't really talk about their own stuff. And what are they going to no, do? Hey, right. let me tell you about Joe Biden's uh, record on the border. Can't do that. Joe Biden's record on Afghanistan. Right. They can't, can't do, that. do that. Interestingly, one the of the one of his best policies, if you want to give him that, which there's not many, would be Israel, where he's been at least mildly yes. supportive. However, yes. the drop Boy, the in his approval it, rating is almost entirely due to his support for Israel. And like we would normally support a bad uh, approval rating for Joe Biden. Mm hmm. However, honestly, in context, it's actually a problem because the reason why he's dropping in support is because the left is getting upset with him over Israel. So 
it, the, the drop is not Republicans or independents, which it has been over the last couple of years. These are Democrats mm. who are big Hamas supporters, apparently, and don't like the fact that he's not cheering on Hamas and their so decapitation will he cave program. on that? And my answer, my guess would be yes. Yes, I'm worried about He'll that. Cave. I think he probably will cave on it because, again, he has no principles when it comes to this. And they've crap. already been saying, uh, "Oh, this uh, you got to bring out the the two state solution." Well, okay, but one side doesn't agree with that, and it's not the Israelis. Yeah, the Israelis have offered that multiple times, at least five, right? Yeah, at six. least five, uh, five or six. And the UN offered it in 1947, by the way, mm-hmm. when Israel was was created uh the palestinian state could have been they just chose not to because from the river to the sea right they, they wanted they, it all they want they don't want a palestinian state they want no jews they want jews right. to be dead exactly uh, and, you know, it's How the same you... thing with a ceasefire pat like has anyone bothered to stop and ask hamas if they want a ceasefire yeah i mean Will you sure stop they want to stop rocket fire they want to stop being hit obviously as ever anyone would but they don't yes. want to stop killing they don't want to stop firing rockets they don't want to stop decapitations and murders and keeping people prisoner they don't and they won't you can't get a ceasefire when you're holding hundreds of prisoners Jeez. I mean, and and I say prisoners. I mean, uh, kidnapped victims. Yeah. Uh, so I, it's just it's inexcusable. The Glenn Beck Program. What are you looking for when you walk down the meat aisle at the grocery store? You're looking for some kind of real good meat that you can feed your family, right? You want something raised in America, and you're looking for something close to expiring because that's the only way you can get a good price. If you are in this situation. What you put on your table matters, and that's why you should get your meat from good ranchers, because you're going to cover all of those things. 85% of the grass-fed beef is imported from overseas, but not with good ranchers. They source all of their high-quality beef and chicken from local farms and ranches, and from every box ordered, Good Ranchers donates 10 meals to Americans in need. That's over a million meals so far. So do good while you eat good. Don't settle for less than the best meats and don't settle for meat that's been raised overseas. Go to GoodRanchers.com and use my promo code BECK for $25 off any box. Do some serious good for yourself, your family, and others by having American meat delivered to your door. GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK for $25 off at GoodRanchers.com. Glenn Beck. Miss this show? Listen anytime, anywhere podcasts are found. Stick around. More after the break. Hey, it's Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. In addition to shrinkflation. Or inflation, there is now shrinkflation. Are you familiar with the shrinkflation? Uh, yeah, where they tragedy, <laughs> where they shrink the packaging but charge you the same yeah. thing, and then it's like, see, we lowered our, we kept our prices the same. Yeah, and it goes from Did like thirteen point eight ounces to eleven point four. Yeah, and or like, less yeah, sometimes. Yeah, like yesterday, I was buying some strawberries, and they usually have these big. Uh, longer and wider um, packages. And I noticed that it's not as wide anymore. They kind of made it slimmer, but it's just as long. It just, they crushed it inside, in the middle. And it's like, wait, and now it's the same price. In fact, a little bit more Mm. for quite a few strawberries less. I'm really not a fan of 
of this trend. Would you, would you prefer the same packaging with higher prices or smaller packaging that you might I think not I, notice? Just be same? honest with you. Just be honest. Yeah. yeah. That's and, what I like too. Yeah. Like they had this thing with uh, StubHub a while ago where they, if you know anything about and I, look, I wind up buying tickets from StubHub relatively frequently because yeah. I don't like committing to things in advance. So I don't know if I'm going to go to that concert or that game until kind of the last minute. So I bought a lot of tickets through StubHub. Yeah. Uh, I've kept the place in business for many years, <laughs> mainly because the fees they charge on this website are incomprehensible. Like, it's like 30%. Yeah. 40% sometimes on uh, these ticket fees. It feels at times like it doubles the price. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it's but it's incredible it's how crazy. high they are. Yeah. And, um, and, and at one time, I don't know, it was probably six or seven years ago, they rolled out this option to, um, you can see, they've always had the option of you can see the tickets cost with the fees, but you got to turn it on and you got to turn on that feature so you can see with the fees, which yeah. of course is the only way. It makes any sense to look at them, right? Like when right. you're talking about thirty and forty percent fees, of course. Yeah, you can't hide a forty percent fee. Right, they do it, but they try. They yeah. try. So yeah. at one point, they decided, you know what? We're going to do honest pricing. You know, you've you've seen these initiatives mm-hmm. by companies before, and mm-hmm. so they turn on. They said the default now will be you'll see them with the fees, and they turned it on. And I, you have to look back and find the exact amount of time. It was, I think, almost definitely less than a week, but it may have been like two days. Where they and then they reverse their decision because oh. everyone was going to the site and be like, "Well, this this ticket costs two hundred fifty bucks on StubHub and it's one eighty on this other site, so I'm going to go to the other site." And they lost so much business so quickly they just changed it and it went back it just to went back to you hiding. have to turn it on, right? Because so people didn't want to see the higher prices. Now I argue I want to see it every yeah, time I, I go on the site I turn it on Tell because me I want to know what price. I'm actually paying, right? Like why yeah. would I why would I care what your price is without the fees? Why would that be of any interest to me whatsoever? Same thing with airlines, same thing with with all products. Just show me up front. Just show me up front. Just tell me. Yeah. Let me know up front. Yeah. Give me all the crap. I mean this, the airlines they do the same thing. They put the fees. They you do. don't see it until after. Yep. But it's really frustrating. Anyway, long story short, I think people prefer the shrinkflation. I, I think, you think so? Yeah. I, I think I think when it comes down to it, they would say the opposite, but in reality yeah. would punish the stores if they just showed for the higher higher price. That so could, they, That could be. They do it. I, I, th- there was a controversy about Oreos recently. Where, That's exactly where I was going. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know the details? Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. wasn't sure if it was true. It is true. It is. Um, they've shrunk their the cream inside. That's what they shrunk. Not the packaging. Wow. But the cream, which is, of course, cream um, you know, owning a, a cookie company. <laughs> I'm kind of sensitive to oh, that really? stuff now. Yeah, because wow. the, the cream is hydrogenated vegetable oil. Right. <laughs> That's not cream. It's not cream? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> but, I mean, it's mixed with high fructose corn syrup. Okay, well, that makes it better. Okay, and soy lecithin. Mm. And something and something called vanillin, which I guess is an offshoot of vanilla. Uh, it's not actually I, vanilla. It's vanillin. Vanillin, like a villain of vanilla. Yes, <laughs> vanillin. Yes. It's the white superhero. It's the white uh, uh, villain in a superhero movie. Vanillin. Vanillin. Like, it does sound like that. This is the new uh, villain in the Black Panther series. Coming <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Vanillin. <laughs> oh no, it's vanillin. So people have been taking off you know, the top chocolate layer and showing how measly the cream inside wow, is. Wow, that's bad because that's, that's screwing really with bad. your formula, yeah. right? Like it's one thing mm-hmm. to, you know, give fewer cookies or even make the formula, like shrink everything down a little bit 
like you take a few percent off the cookies, a few percent, but make the ratio the same because that's what's key about about Oreo. And we've gone over yeah. this. We used to do a segment on Pat and Stew, the show we did together for years here on Blaze TV, um, called Spoons. Spoons. And mm-hmm. we would do <laughs> long story of why it was called Spoons, but <laughs> I, there's no reason to go into that. But I will say that like we would basically try a new kind of junk food every day. Like when McDonald's has some news, you know, crazy thing on their menu, Taco Bell has a crazy thing on their menu, Oreo comes out with some new flavor, we would try it and review it so you would be able to use your money wisely on the weekend. It was a weirdly weekend. popular segment. Oh, people loved it. Yeah. We got to the point where we were doing it every day and after a while- It was, was really like, just an excuse to eat- To eat food on the air. Yeah. Uh, but also I realized I was gaining a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you do uh, it every was day. was a problem. And then we would eat mm-hmm. one Oreo and then we'd, go, ah, and we'd get off the air and we'd like eat five more. And it, anyway, it was a bad decision. Long story short though, um, one thing we I discovered on that show was the um, uh, discovery of Oreo Thins. Now- all right. My, why would you want that? Right. Why would you? That was my why would initial. You want that? My uninformed take on Oreo okay. thins. That's my uninformed take. Really? Because you might not you remember this. That? Why would you want that? They're thinner, smaller Oreos. Why yeah. would you want? It's like the fun size that you get at Halloween. That's why do what I, I? That's thought. not a fun size. <laughs> a fun size would be four <laughs> times the normal amount. Right. <laughs> right. Here, though, is my uh, actual take okay. on, on on Oreo thins. Is mm. they are actually superior to regular oreos really yes and the reason why is all it's all about the ratio the ratio okay. from cookie to cream now uh, and, and you as you point out partially hydrogenated vegetable oil yes um the <laughs> the ratio is far superior in the thins because the it, yes the cookies are a little bit like you you're going to get less cookie if you're only going to have one oreo uh you're going to get less food in your stomach if you have an oreo thin However, number one, as we all know, when things are bite-sized, you eat more of them. Yeah. Um, Oreo thins are not bite-sized, right. but they are thinner. You're, you think, you're gonna oh, have, I'm getting hardly any calories right. here. But then when you have 27 of them. Right. And that's, that's what you're going to do with the Oreo thins. You're going to eat 27 of them. Yeah. And then secondarily, the, the, the cookie, which I think everyone acknowledges with the Oreo is not the highlight. Right? Everyone likes the cream. You get, you get the double, triple right. stuff. You eat the cream out. A lot of people just throw the cookies away. And right? that's like, because there's nothing more delicious than hydrogenated vegetable oil. And uh, for high fructose <laughs> corn syrup. That combination is... And vanillin. Yeah. Vanillin. Don't forget the vanillin. The evil vanillin who came, come, is coming to Wakanda at, every, at any moment uh, to take out Black Panther. Mm. Um, but uh, this, <laughs> the situation is that they're, the, the ratio is incredible on those things. Like it's you get them. It's a much more cream based oh. ratio. Oh, okay. Because yeah. the cookie's so thin. So yes. I would. I can't recommend these. Things. The lemon ones are delicious. I I can't recommend the thins more. If you go to the store, get the thins, and you'll have you'll have twelve of them, and you'll just be like, well, they're thin though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great argument to yourself in that moment when you're when you're in the, the you know you're, you got your hand in the cabinet yeah. and you're standing there kind of over uh, and your wife starts nagging at you and you're like you've already had some of that you're not good for you they are thins they're vanilla thins. stop being a villain right <laughs> right so i would recommend the thins but that's okay. different than this because when you screw mm. with the ratio then you're screwing with the product. Oreo Thins has to be a different product. You couldn't just roll that out because it's a different ratio. It's a different vibe completely. It's not the overwhelming cookie taste. You get more of the, the cream vibe, and they're like little crispy. Now I really want Oreo Thins. Does anyone have any? <laughs> I'm sure somebody in this building does. Please bring me Oreo Thins immediately. Yeah. Okay? I'm That's just telling important. that. That's just to the building. It's important. Please deliver them to the studio immediately if you have them. <laughs> but uh, they, are, they are tasty cookies. I think that was the point of this. 
I think it are was. Are Oreo well, thins tasty? Is that how this started? That's not exactly how it started. It started with shrinkflation. Okay, okay, that's but, right. Yes, thank you. But the shrinkage of the cream center, which is everybody's favorite, as you already pointed out, that is really important. When you start scrimping on that, you've really messed up the ratio, right? Because you got far more of the chocolate cookie outside than you do the Oreo cream filling, the delicious hydrogenated vegetable oil. And you don't want that. You want that. You want it to be, I don't know, what is that? Half an inch thick at least. So rather than shrinkflation, you should be doubling. Like, and they do have Oreo double stuffed, right? Uh, where they double the size of the cream in the middle. Oh, they have, not only that, they have um, more stuff, I think, and then the most stuff. <laughs> have you seen really? the most stuff? I have not. The most stuff looks basically <laughs> like if you ordered a quarter powder with cheese, but the issue, it was actually mm-hmm. Oreos. So, like, the buns were Oreo cookies, and in the middle were the, mm. where normally you'd see a quarter pounder with cheese and all the <laughs> toppings, that's all cream. <laughs> I mean, they've gone over the top on it. Uh, yeah. But, uh, good. Mm. Yeah. This is one of the things I love about capitalism. That's right. And, and Nabisco in particular, they will innovate. And that's one of the things I, I love about you, is that you don't make any bones about your unhealthy food choices. Oh, I you love don't. It. <laughs> No, that's true. You probably... Eat more unhealthy than any other vegetarian I've ever known. Oh, I don't think there's a contest I, yeah, on that. There's no I contest. I thought you were going to put me just in the, the general scope of humanity. <laughs> no. And then I think there's at least a conversation to be had whether I'm in last place or not. Um, <laughs> among vegetarians, when you include no vegetarians, yeah. There's no question. Yeah, nobody. Like, food is good. It's a, it's a delight food of life. Food is good. Food is it good. It really is. It's one of those things that can make you happy. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, I love it. And it's, it's, it's delicious. And like capitalism has made it so much better. There's sure so has. many options, so many incredible things out there for people yep. to try and, and to experience. And yet, what do we have in a society that's trying to reverse every All of aspect of capitalism? Right. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> and let me give you a choice between the hydrogenated vegetable oil cookie and well, the- a cookie that's made with absolutely no hydrogenated vegetable my understanding oil. is the only way you can enjoy a cookie is with high fructose corn syrup no and partially hydrogenated it's vegetable not oil. true we have neither in uh, kexi cookies mm-hmm. uh, they're just they're gourmet they're delicious and on black friday uh we're also going to release a chocolate peppermint bread that my wife has oh, concocted the breads are delicious oh my gosh wait chocolate till you try pe- it. i've got to get this so my, my wife loves the peppermint delicious. stuff I've got to get that from you. Get in on it early because once they're gone, there won't be any more being I mean, made can, until next year. So can you set it? Make sure there's one set aside for for me. Mm, I mean, just stand ready. Uh, just kind of toss it to the side. Okay, oh, maybe I, you know. We'll see. It's we'll like, see how you are the next couple days. You know, like when we ever get approached in a park and the person's like, hey, oh my gosh, these two speakers fell out of the van and we've got them and they've got them for free. They overstocked us with extra speakers. Can you buy them from right. us in cash? You ever had that moment? Uh, I, you I could have. do that with Kexi. You could. Well, I could you could be it. like, hey, this bit, this right. chocolate peppermint bread, it fell into my car. I mean, I, I, I they're selling it do? for you know whatever on the website. I'll give it to you for half price right now. <laughs> and you just pocket the cash. <laughs> Now, you are scamming your own company on that one. Uh, right, which is probably not a good idea. Mm. Uh, but on Friday, we're also kicking off our biggest sale ever, 25% off. So uh, get in on that. And starting in December, we're going to have the cinnamon roll cookie, which I oh. think it's between that and the Boston cream pie cookie now that are our best sellers of all time. And then speaking of Oreo, we're going to have a peppermint Oreo type of cookie. Oh. Gosh, man. and a polar bear, which is a peanut butter caramel cookie. 
Real? That's yes. an interesting car. I gotta try mm-hmm. that one too. Yeah. All right. I'm Kexi.com. K E K S I. I'm going to spend my entire uh, salary on uh, Kexi cookies this, this holiday do. season. I think that's a really uh, good people option. People should for you. do it too. Yeah. Okay. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More patents too for Glenn coming up. Join the conversation. Eight 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 seven two seven Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. I just learned that Better Homes and Gardens called Legacy Box their most sentimental gift for the holiday season. During the Legacy Box Black Friday event, more families can reclaim priceless footage with unbelievable price of 65% off. There's never been a better time to preserve your past with Legacy Box, starting at only $27. It's easy. Send in your Legacy Box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures. Their team will professionally digitize everything by hand here in the U.S., and you'll get it all back on a cloud or a thumb drive along with the originals. Think of all the Christmas mornings you recorded. Relive those with family this holiday season on the big screen with Legacy Box. Legacy Box Black Friday event. It's here, and they're giving you the best deal of the year. Visit LegacyBox.com slash back and save an amazing 65%. With limited quantities ready to ship, this deal will go fast. LegacyBox.com slash back. 65% off now. Welcome. Uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Um, this is sort of a, a visual clip that we're about to play for you, but uh, it was another one from Biden yesterday. I mean, oh, he was so agonizing. Well, he's agonizing every day. But he was just at a lot of events that were recorded. and uh, <laughs> It's a good point. That's yeah. really the difference here. Yeah, it is. And so he is at this campaign stop and... And seems to notice a little girl, as he so often does, and rather than sniff her hair, he comments on her ears, which is weird, yes. But watch the expression. Jill's in the background. Watch the expression on her face and watch her turn to the Secret Service like, you've got to stop this guy. Don't let him go up to that girl. Uh, Or maybe it's just me. Mm -hmm. Look at this. Thank you. Thank you. And I love your ears. What? I love them. They're really cool. What's your name? Now she looks over at the Secret Service guy. What a beautiful like, name. Hello. That's my mommy's name. Does somebody do something well, here? Nice to see. How old are you? Seventeen. Six. And that's another weird thing he does. Yeah. He overstate the age of the kids. Yeah. It's he Seems thinks it's almost, funny. It's almost wishful. I hate to say it, but it just sounds like it sometimes. It's almost wishful. It almost seems like yeah. he's like, ah, uh, hopefully she's above like it. If you oh, were she's just not. 17, I'd start to date you yeah. right now. He says that. Right he actually now. says that real thing, right? I think said something very similar, yeah. I don't know if it was 17, yeah. but he said, if you were older. If you were 13, um, <laughs> we could talk. <laughs> but since you're six, I'll leave you alone. I'll just message you on TikTok instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, creepy. He is so creepy. So her reaction there, yeah, she does look she, over at the Secret Service agent like, yeah. are you going to do anything? Yeah, like watch here? this again, because yeah. it does seem that she's trying to send a a signal to the Secret Service <laughs> guy. And I love your ears. I love uh, them. They're really cool. What's your name? She looks over now. Uh, are you going to do something? Beautiful name. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think Isn't that is what is happening. I mean, yeah. any well, normal human being, you could turn this off, yeah, any normal human being, 
um, would say, hear the phrase, I want to look at your ears, and and just think immediately (laughs) it should be stopped. Whatever's happening should be stopped. Right? Unless it was an ear doctor. Okay. I want to look inside your ears. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. But he's not. The Glenn Beck Program.